the final NASCAR Xfinity and Cup Series races on the old two-mile configuration at Auto Club. And we'll get to it all right here next. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday, if such a thing exists. I'm actually feeling pretty good today, but... You know, hopefully it's good for you. Hopefully you checked out the bonus episodes from throughout the weekend. If you haven't, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. I thought it did a good job. And it saves some time. You don't have to hear a three and a half year long thing today, but I discussed rounds five and six for the Amsoil Championship Snowcross in Deadwood. Good races on that little bull ring they put together. The inaugural Formula E Cape Town E-Prix, which again was fantastic racing wise. And the move to get the win that pass was fantastic. And then the Supercross Triple Crown in Arlington at AT&T Stadium for the 250 East and 450s and all the chaos that happened in there. Fantastic races. If you have Peacock, you know, Peacock, go back and find that. That was really good. But check them out if you haven't. Comes out everything. Share them out. Uh, when we get into this weekend stuff, you have the NASCAR side with the stuff we didn't discuss yet. Yeah, we learned some things, you know, from NASCAR through it. Some things we already knew, but they just made sure that we got the point with some of the things that they did. One is that there's still some of the most incompetent people on the planet when it comes to planning things and working around weather being in the area like they didn't know that it was coming, like they have radar and all that. And I'm going to say now... I'd be pissed if I was they called them back for that on Saturday. Like that just shows stupidity on like a biblical scale. And they're two for two so far and screwing it up this year, back to back weekends. All they had to do is not try anything on Saturday. It would have been a completely different story, but to get everything going and go through all of that just for that, that was a waste. Doesn't surprise anybody, shouldn't surprise you, but they absolutely suck. Uh that the racing at the two mile configuration is good. But there's a caveat. That caveat is that it's only good for the first few laps at the start or after a restart when everyone's you know trying to make moves when they have the freshest tires and all that. And after that, you get what we got, a whole lot of follow the leader. You know, no offense to it, but that racing, at the, you know, first couple laps is fantastic. Four wide, five wide people in every lane of the racetrack making moves, and that's good. But after that, and the tires get, you know, a little wear and tear to them. It's just follow the leader and you can go back and watch them. There's a lot of follow the leader minus at the starts. And that's why I always say, I've, you know, couldn't wait for them to blow it up. I've been saying it for years before they even discussed it, just because good racing for a little bit. And then it's super boring. I imagine it's good, you know, person, but it's not a good thing. And that's the big problem with it. I'll say the race is better than the past, but you know, past events just because like we had cautions for you know Ty Dillon having problems, the big wreck, you know, stages like so at least it, all that, you know, AJ, you know, got people tightened back up and doing pit stops. So there's more of that. But once the caution stopped, it was literally just mostly follow the leader, which isn't good, in my opinion. Go in the comments, go anywhere. And just I don't think the follow the leader is fun after, you know, a bunch of laps of, you know, a few laps of good racing. I don't think 20 or so, 30 of follow the leader is exciting. 
you know, if that makes me a terrible person, I don't care, but I said what I said. And I look forward to, you know, the reconfiguration and the short track and just to see what they do with it and to see where they're going to go for a points race in Southern California until that thing's done and ready. So that's a big one, but we're going to start off, you know, big. We'll start with the one that happened last because technically they tried to start. So it did happen first. Technically, if you think about it, Xfinity series production Alliance group 300. We had Joey Logano and Ryan Blady in the booth with Adam Alexander. I liked that combination. I think Adam Alexander's, you know, really good at what he does. So hopefully, you know, we get to see more of him and he works good with just about everyone he puts in there. So, that was really good. Austin Hill was on the pole again because of the metric they used after everything was rained out, snowed out, all the other things that happened there. And again, because I wrote it here, might as well, all that stuff. Pre-race stuff, two pace laps, back to pit road. Just for that. like Apparently, they don't know what green means on the radar coming up. because There's no way. You can give them the excuse. Of, you know, every once in a while, they can... But Every single time for this long, they they did all that just like Daytona with the truck race. Hey, we're going, we're going. It's raining on lap two. And we run a million laps under caution, just circling. And that's how it ends. Like that was really dumb. And it's a consistent problem now, which means it's definitely on them. Hopefully someone can pull their head out of you know where to make that stuff stop. Because that's just absurd at this point that it happens. Uh, that much, and I'd be pissed if I was someone. You know, such a waste of time. You know, to get the fans there, the teams there, the drivers there. Everyone has to rush to get there, even though you could see the rain was coming on the radar. Like that's just not smart at all. It was really, really dumb for them to do that on Saturday. They made up for it on Sunday. There was some good racing. It was just late as hell, but they got it in, and I thought the racing again did good, minus. You know, the fact that after a few laps, I, you know, got bad. I thought they had a little better racing, you know, to a point than the cup guys. But it's still the same thing. If you watch the end of it, it's just all the later after a few laps. But Cole Custer looked good. One stage one and two, as I expected. A lot of people did. He won last year in, you know, an underfunded team he went out there and absolutely killed it and he was doing it until he wasn't last night and it was it's good to see you know cold do that you know pit stop got him back a few spots in traffic and well the rest is the rest wasn't the same at a right flat on a restart of 60 to go like it just kept going bad finished 27th a lap down after leading 46 laps and you know being as strong as everyone Thought he should be, but him being in the Xfinity series is the right move. I personally have always thought that they moved Cole Custer up way too early. I didn't think he was ready. At least I'm honest about that. I didn't think, you know, he was ready. I thought that, you know, he overstayed his welcome. Granted, you know, trying to find people to fill in all the spots and all that is, you know, complicated when there's contracts and all kinds of stuff involved. But him being there is where he needed to be and whether he's there, I think it's going to be more than this year. I think he should be down there for you know, a couple of years, you know, and show what he can do before anyone thinks about pulling them back up again, because they did pull him up way too early and he had, you know, success before he went up again. A lot of people got jumped up way too early and, you know, didn't work out. They do that a lot in the sport. And I think that's a hindrance on them, but 
what bad can come from me. He's still, you know, Stuart Haas, he's still, you know, doing that with the team. And now Riley Herbst, who was on a hell of a run last year at the end of the season, although, you know, getting some top tens and looked way better. Now that's Cole Custer, who has the experience on the cup side and, you know, years in the Xfinity and all that to be his teammate and bounce ideas off of, you know, setups and all kinds of things they could do together. So I think it was a great move. It was just a really unfortunate turn of events for how the race ended compared to how it started for him. But I think it's for the best. And I think it should have happened, you know, a while ago. Yeah, I thought a, a Matt D or, again, Ryan Priest, who hasn't, like one of them would have been better. You know, to have that ride when it didn't work out, you could say he got that win. Yeah, he got one. But look at, you know, how far back he was compared to most of his teammates all the time. Like it just, you know, it just wasn't working out. So him being there, I think will be good. I hope it lasts more than this year. Hope he gets a couple of years, you know, win a bunch of races, challenge for championships, maybe win some championships before anyone thinks about moving him anywhere up. But it can only be a good thing because, again, get some – so he could be competitive and it'll build up back that, you know, confidence after having, you know, a few bad years in the cup series. It'll help Riley Herbst and younger drivers, you know, that they have to work with all that. So I think it was a super move. It just sucks to see it end the way it did. Uh, a great save by Sheldon Creed in stage one. Anyone that watched the cup race, we saw what happened to AJ when he went down there. He didn't save it. He ate that wall. It looked like it hurt a lot. And Sheldon saved him, barely made contact and stayed competitive and, He's one of those guys you always hear me talking about him. If you listen, now if you've never listened before, I like him. I'm always I'm very high on the kid. I think he has super talent and ability. I just he's had such a string of bad luck and dumb things happen since he's moved up to Xfinity last year. Like if you look at a lot of his stuff, like he had some really just bad luck, and I think this year, you know, if all that stops, it's going to be a fantastic year for him. We just have to get past that point to where that's not happening all the time because that was his biggest hindrance is just i mean you look at it from portland anything else he just had really bad luck just dumb stuff kept happening now he did cause you know some errors on his own but there was a lot of just head scratchers as the level of stupidity so i think he's going to do really good i think rcr did really good getting him and austin hill and i think they're on to something there He's got to get that bad luck gone in another year or so. Yeah, once he starts winning races, then we can talk about moving him up. But I think he's in a perfect spot right now, and I don't think he gets enough credit just because of where he finishes. I mean, there's a lot of bad luck associated with all of that. Uh, Josh Berry straight ran 24 Reddick into the wall. Curious to see what's going to happen this weekend in Vegas because Reddick's driving that car. Again, do I think he would take him out? You know, is he's racing for a championship? No, but do I think he could – make life kind of difficult for Josh Berry? Yes, I do. Only time will tell. And I was happy to see John Hunter Nemechek win, you know, the production, the Alliance production group, production Alliance group. I'm confused easily. Wrote either one, but to see him get the win there, I was super happy to steal it, see it. And he is another one of those. Again, I said, move people up too early. I thought they did him extremely dirty, but he moved up to, I believe, front row. It was for a year, which I don't think he was ready for. And the team, you know, wasn't in the greatest of spots then when it happened. You know, I believe he was there the year, no practice, no qualifying, no anything, just go trying to figure it out. And, you know, luckily Rowdy let him back, you know, Kyle Busch. I just thought that he got done dirty. He was one of very many, those few years there that I thought he just, you know, got done wrong. And it was really cool to see it go full circle and him in a good ride and a competitive ride 
and to get the win there. I think there's many more to come and super stoked. Again, I don't like Gibbs. We all know that, but it's really cool to see him get an opportunity and something that he can win in all the time. Unlike the last time he wasn't in the trucks, you know, full time. It just didn't work out. I didn't like that move. But he got the win. Sam Mayer was second. Good to see Justin Allgaier third. Chandler Smith fourth. Great to see that. Tell you, that kid's talented. Watch out for him. Josh Berry fifth. Austin Hill sixth. Riley Herb seventh. Austin Dillon eighth, even with missing a front fender and everything. So good to see that. Brett Moffitt ninth, which is fantastic. Good to see that. And Parker Kligerman out there in 10th, which was, again, really exciting to see. You, know, I, I, you didn't get to see Parker in a lot of races. You didn't get to see him in, you know, fast vehicles all the time you see him race that kid can race and i think him in this opportunity is fantastic so i'm really excited to see what he can do and you know if he can get any wins this year which i think he'll be in contention for they run enough road courses plate tracks yeah short tracks stuff like that i think you know if he could do that there i think the sky's the limit he's going to get some this year only time will tell but he definitely has the capability and the car behind him and Points after the second race, Austin Hills first with 98 points, and then John Hunter Nemechek and Justin Allgaier are tied at 91 points. But John Hunter has the tiebreaker because of the win, so he's second. Justin Allgaier's third, and we're just getting started in that, so I didn't really even see the point in doing it, but damn it, here we are. Gets us to the Cup Series. Pallet Casino, 400. And I will say it wasn't you know, the worst race ever for the Cup Series. Their finale on the two-mile configuration. You know, a bunch of cautions and restarts helped that with everyone getting, you know, all wide and all that. But if you watch those last bunch of laps, the long green flag run, they minus pit stops, people catching each other here and there. It was it was just follow the leader. Um, again, people did work through the field, but not the most exciting of racing. That's my only problem. After those, you know, after everyone clears out, after the race start, it's not the biggest thing in the world, but it was really good when all the you know cautions kept happening. I'm sure that kept people very happy, and I'm sure that's where they got a lot of you know, the polls that I keep seeing. Everyone saying it was a fantastic race, and all of that that helped. And not taking anything away, I just wish some of it wouldn't have happened because there was some real dumb in there. But again, it kept it exciting for the last race. There it was a sellout again. I think it being the last race there was a big part of that. I think we can all agree to that, that it being the final hurrah helped out selling it. But it was really, you know, again, because of all that, it was a good race all in all. It's just when we got long green flag runs, the longest one was in the final stage, I believe. It was just follow the leader. And people did, you know, pass again. But wasn't the greatest thing. Chris Rebell was on pole, though, because of everything on Saturday, which is still stupid. After everything got canceled on Saturday, you know, minus those two laps or so behind the pace car when they tried to get it going in the Xfinity race. That did happen. But some things coming out of the weekend. Larson with that electrical issue or whatever it was really sucked to happen so early, but they got it fixed 16 laps later. You know, he's down 16, but he finished ahead of a bunch of people for getting it fixed and staying out there and being running at the end. So those few points there that he got <coughs> – Excuse me, for them fixing it and fixing it so fast could come in very handy down the road because we've seen stuff come down to that. So we'll see how that works out. Ty Dillon, he's a steaming landfill of trash. He sucks. Uh, we had our first tire incident and penalty coming for Truex uh, for having one go out of the pit box earlier. So it was just a bad day overall for them with tires. It's the first one to get it for the new year. So we'll see how it works. But again, it's a JGR. 
and we all know their pit crews and all that. They were the standard, I think. They're stacked enough that they could have someone to fill in those roles, you know, without a single problem. But only time will tell. Kyle Bush, Rowdy, got another speeding penalty. That's two for two, you know, for races this year. So hopefully he gets that figured out. And then commercials every four to five laps. Like, that's ridiculous. There were literally times where they ran three laps. And I'm like, oh, they're back under commercial. Like that nonsense, that has to stop. I get they're trying to fit them in. And sponsors are how they make money, but we're not, you know, us at home, we're trying to watch a race, not commercials every three to four laps. That got ridiculous early on. I was hoping it was just a thing. And I mean, they were shorter this time, but it was still, I felt like every time I looked back up, we were back under another commercial, but hopefully they figure it out. And if not, it's going to be a long year because we all know how good NBC was with that already. So it's not going to help us at all, but Otherwise, a lot of idiocy to cause incidents. 47 stacked everyone up, you know, went off of two at one point, which is what got AJ, you know, slammed off and into the inside wall. Glad he was okay. That was a big hit to the inside wall, but he did it. Reddick moved way up the track and spun out Corey the Joy, who was having a really good day and still ended up having a really good day, which sucked. And then Joy playing games on that restart, obviously. You know, you could watch him go. Never once, you know, once he tried to go and then he didn't go. Everyone stacked up and big stupid happened. And it sucks. A lot of people were involved. Some of them got to keep going. One of them ruined my DraftKings. I mean, I still won money, but thanks, Joey. You owe me whatever I was going to win. Minus, you know, that one card that you screwed me on. But involved in that big one, we had the 6 of Brad Kozlowski, the 10 of Eric Almirola, the 12 of Ryan Blaney, the 20 of Christopher Bell, 31 of Justin Haley, 38 of Todd Gillen, 41 Ryan Priest, 45 of Tyler Reddick, 51 of Cody Ware, and the 77 of Ty Dillon, who's worthless, ran back in the 30s, way away from his teammate, before he ended up dying on the side of the road, causing another caution. But otherwise, Chastain swept the stage for the first time in his career. Kind of amazing to think about it, but then you think how many people actually have swept you know, stages. Doesn't actually happen that much, so that was really cool to see. Uh, Bubba blew up with around 27 to go, so a bad day. For 23-11 as a whole. And Bubba looked decently fast at the point. Yeah, but neither of them looked really good. Again, Tyler's just getting there, a bunch of moving parts. And it's still early, so a lot of things you know can change. It was just a bad day there. And Kyle Busch gets the win. Making it 19 straight seasons with a win. Breaking King Richard Petty's record at 18 that he was tied with. And it's just good for him. I'm going to leave it at that for now. Good Good for him. Makes me feel better. But Kyle Busch, Rowdy got first. Chase Elliott second. Ross Chastain third. Daniel Suarez fourth. So a great day for Trackhouse. A great day for Chevy. Finishing the top four. All four of them. So that's cool. Then we got Kevin Harvick in fifth, which is a great run, especially again after bunch last year went. Hamlin sixth. Brad Kozlowski even after spinning seventh. Good to see that. And Busher was right outside the top ten. So it was a good day for RFK compared to where they started last year. Both are up there. Bowman eighth. Austin Dillon ninth. Joey Logano, 10th. We got to see, you know, good runs. Corey LaJoy finished 14th, and he was up there the whole time. That was great to see, especially when his teammates sucked because he shouldn't have a ride. Big smile. Harrison Burton was 15th. I trash-talked him a lot last year. That's a hell of a run for him, so I'm very happy to see that. And then William Byron finished 25th after a late pass-through penalty. I just figured, you know, that one had to be said just so everyone understood. He was actually, it wasn't the greatest day for, you know, William, but... 
speeding penalty pass through there at the end did him zero favors. But the points as of right now coming out, Ross Chastain first with 92 points, Joey Logano second at 91, so he's only one behind him. Bowman is third with 80 points or 12 behind, so right now it's between Chastain and Logano, but it's still so early. Stuff's going to keep you know, changing. And then you know, especially we got Vegas, Phoenix, Bristol Dirt, like a lot of stuff's going to change. So that's just early for now, but it doesn't surprise me to see those two up there because those two are really consistent. You know, last year, especially Logano, I believe he had the best average finish of everybody. So doesn't surprise me to see him up there, even if it is this early. You know, a few races you might slip here and there, but I think he's going to be right there the whole entire time again, regardless of how you feel about him. Or the move he made to block Tony in 2013 and put Denny head on into a wall coming out of four, even though Denny gave him the whole entire track to use. I think I forgot about that one, you scumbag. But some few things coming out of it is, you know, questions I wish you guys could go in the comments and, you know, answer wherever it is or just tag being something on Twitter, you know, do whatever at Racing Rosinski. But how does Ty Dillon still have a ride? And make sure that answer doesn't involve the name Richard or Mike. Because that's the only reason he's gotten anything, because he's done nothing. And there's a lot of people that are more deserving of a car, and look what his teammates always do. Last year, Eric Jones consistently outran him by a lot. This year, again, like, someone give me a reason, though. Now, he still has a ride, and don't put Richard Childress or his father, Mike Dillon, in it. And then I don't think we can actually find anything. Uh, you know, how did JGR manage to not get Kyle Bush any sponsors and they came down to all of that. But so far we've seen Lucas oil and others, you know, sign on at RCR, even though JGR, you know, just one more championships. Like I just don't believe all of that. And like I said, Logano's still a dick for turning Denny head onto a wall like that in 2013 and everything with Tony. I mean, he has matured, but total dick moves. Didn't like him, And here we are, but yeah, it wasn't a bad weekend overall. You know, again, Please check out the bonus episodes if you haven't. Yeah, they're available everywhere. And again, Snowcross, Supercross, and Formula E. Good races. You know, CBS Sports Network, you can set it all to record and catch them. And then Peacock for Supercross. I always like the Triple Crowns. Something about them. They're really, really cool. And they normally put on better racing because everyone's turned up more for them. So make sure you check all of that out and it's going to be a big weekend coming up indycar back f1 back so super busy weekend for me check through the week i'm going to be doing more bonus episodes because there's a lot to talk about and again i'm trying to save everyone from you know 40 50 minute episodes if i try to talk about it all at once but check them out share them out all of it helps i appreciate all of you don't forget to go on anchor fm you know click the link and you can do support monthly i'd appreciate that as the ads are now officially gone but don't forget to share this i appreciate all of you and i'll do some bonuses this week so peace i'm out